songs of praises, songs of praises, I will never give to Thee. I will never give to Thee. Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text is the Gospel from John 6. Please be seated. Well, brothers and sisters, John 6 is one of the most incredible chapters in the Bible. Uh, so we really should pay attention, shouldn't we? You see, because with his sermon today from John 6, Jesus will repent and he will faith you. In the text, he categorically proclaims, Do not work or labor for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life. Work or labor for the food that endures to eternal life. Well, to what food is Jesus referring? Is it the food in your refrigerators, your freezers, and your pantries? Uh, no. That food, it's dead and it's decaying. Bread in your bread box dries out and then it rots. Even the manna, of which we heard in the Old Testament reading, even the manna that fed the Israelites in the wilderness would get moldy and decay if they tried to hoard it for more than one day. The bread you make from scratch or you buy from the bakery is only for which life? This life, not for eternal life. Now, when I was growing up decades ago, Wonder Bread was touted in the TV commercials as the only bread to buy for your children. Why? Because. Wonder Bread contained vitamin D, calcium, iron, thiamine, etc. The list goes on and on. But even Wonder Bread, are you listening? Even Wonder Bread cannot defeat death. Even Wonder Bread cannot give you everlasting life, right? Of course. So to what food does Jesus refer when he says labor or work for the food that endures for eternal life? Well, it's Jesus himself. I am the bread of life, Jesus preaches. Incredibly and astonishingly, he is the salvific bread of life. Come as pure gift. Listen, Jesus says, my father gives you the true bread from heaven. That's Jesus, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven. That's exactly why Jesus makes the salvational promise, whoever comes to me shall never hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. So let's be very clear, shall we? Bread from heaven, Jesus, is not bread for which you labor or work. He is pure gift given to you by the Father, a gracious, divine, heavenly gift. Jesus is bread that feeds your soul. He is bread that will see to it that your bodies will be raised on the last day from the dead for eternal life. So it bears repeating, brothers and sisters, Jesus is indeed the salvific bread that the Father alone gives. No baker on earth can bake such bread. The question then that Jesus is asked in the text is quite silly. What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus blows their minds and hearts with the following. This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So faith's a work, but not yours and not mine. 
Faith is a work that God does, that God gives. Paul says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ, Romans 12. So if you're picking up what Jesus is throwing down, salvation is totally God's work, God's gift. Forgiveness is God's work, God's gift, and so is faith. God's work, gift to you. That's the means by which you receive Christ's Good Friday forgiveness beneficially. Without a mouth, without a mouth, you can't eat wonder bread. Without faith, you can't eat the true bread of life, Jesus, the Good Friday to Christ. Now, I just can't help myself. This is also uh, delicious, so scrumptious. With faith, you hear God's word properly. Without faith, you don't. Um, you might be able to quote a lot of the Bible. You might know the Bible's different types of literature, and you may be able to say who wrote what parts. But if there's no faith, you will not catch scriptures, Jesus died and rose for you and for your salvation. That's what the Bible's all about. And so the words for you require all hearts to believe. Without faith, brothers and sisters, you can be baptized and you can have a certificate to prove it. You can have all the gifts of salvation that Christ won for you, but if you don't draw on it, use it, enjoy it, lay claim to it, when the devil, the world, and your conscience trouble you, then your baptism does you no good. It's, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like having bread, but never making a sandwich or toast. <laughs> it, it's kind of like having a million dollars in the bank and never withdrawing any of it. Do you get it? Good. One more for good measure. If you come to the Lord's Supper without faith, you profane it and you sin against the body and blood of Jesus. That's 1 Corinthians 11. Without faith, you leave the table spiritually hungry because you don't receive any of its benefits. On the other hand, faith receives or withdraws or digests the gifts of Jesus. No faith is like no digestive system. You can eat the food, but it does you no good. Got it? Good. Now, I want you to think about what bread is for just a second. Bread is what? It's baked grain. It's baked seed. The seed is the concentration of all the energies of vitalities that the plant has received from the soil and the sun. It's all concentrated in the, in the seed. The seed then is ground up and it's milled into flour, it's kneaded into dough and baked in the fire. And when you eat bread, you release all the energies and vitalities of the seed and they become yours. Now I want you to think about another seed, capital S, seed, the promised seed, the kernel of capital W wheat from the hand of the divine capital S sower who sprouted on Israelite soil in the womb of the virgin, who was ground to death and baked in the oven of God's wrath against sin and death with the fire of his Good Friday passion to save us all. If you're picking up what I'm throwing down, Jesus is the concentration of God's love and mercy towards all of us sinners. Jesus then is the, he is the food of eternity. He is the bread of life, literally. He is the living bread come down from heaven. 
Jesus then is the true manna in this worldly wilderness. He is the bread that the Father gives us at enormous cost to the Father, but absolutely at no cost to you. The energies and vitalities of bread of life, Jesus, are not vitamins and minerals that build strong bones and body, but rather forgiveness, life, and salvation so that your bodies will be raised from the grave on the last day and you will be given life as you've never had it before. Life overflowing, life in abundance. I am the bread of life, Jesus says to you, and whoever comes to me shall not hunger, whoever believes in me shall not thirst. That deep spiritual hunger that you feel, no bread on earth can fill. The deep thirst in your soul that leaves you restless and thirsting for something more, no drink in this world can quench it. You remember, brothers and sisters, don't you, in Matthew 5, when Jesus promises, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, he says, they will be satisfied. So today, brothers and sisters, I beseech all of you, come to Jesus. He's the bread of life. Eat and drink of him by faith in his word. Hear his word forgiving you and trust it. Eat and drink the bread of his body, the wine of his blood, the gifts of his cross for you. And trust it. Believe it. Jesus won't let you down. He won't leave you hungry for more. He won't make you thirsty. Just simply trust him because he is true food, the likes of which cannot be found anywhere else. He is the true drink. The deepest longings of your soul will find strength, nourishment, and refreshment in him and only in him. Brothers and sisters, I beg you, trust Jesus and you will not hunger Trust him and you will not thirst because he promises this to you. And to that, what does faith say? Amen. In the name of Jesus.